Alright guys, welcome to episode 110 of the Different Animals Podcast. It's your boy Tyler. And I'm Ever Castro. And this week we talk about The Boys Season 3. We talk about Catastrophe. We talk about uh, Miss Marvel. Uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about Jacob Geller, uh, Hollywood famous Jacob Geller. Mm-hmm. And we talk about the end of an era mm-hmm. with, you know, the Bodega Boys brand finally coming to an end. But first. start with some things we've watched or uh gotten into Mm -hmm. um so i guess let's start with um i'll let you start with a couple things you've watched okay yeah so i can start off with uh the show that i watched this with the main show that i've been watching the last few days um which was uh the boys season three and um so i remember I think I watched season two. Yeah, it was during COVID. So it was like late 2020. So yeah, about two years ago. And I think I talked about it on here. Um, and um, but overall, the season was uh, pretty good. I think I, I think this is probably their strongest season that they've had. It's definitely good. the one where the um, the arcs and each episode felt like it had a purpose, and it definitely felt like they were most in control of their tone and what they wanted to say than in the other seasons. Um, the action was. Uh, pretty good. I'm guessing it was all filmed during COVID since the last one was, you know, aired during COVID, so it must have filmed during it. But it all looks good, you know. It it doesn't look empty like some other um, shows and movies have felt because of the COVID restrictions. Um, it felt like a lived-in world. Um, and then everybody was fantastic. You know, all the characters were great. Um, I think even, you know, you and I have talked about our, um, not dislike of Butcher, but just kind of like, oh, great, here comes this guy again. Um, right. but he was, he was pretty good. He's probably his best season. Um, you know, he's still him, but I think they, they turned him down or they, they, they fine tuned and tuned him enough that, you know, he didn't feel annoying or overwhelming in aspects of like, like in, in show terms. Um, but, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, still gory as hell, you know, stuff you, you know, every episode you're bound to see something you've never seen before and it makes you go, or like, ah, fuck, that's gross or something. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, overall great season, um, great villain still in Homelander. Great. You know, the main characters were, were, like everything about the show was just fine tuned, just, just enough to you to where, when the season ended, you were like, you know, that was a pretty good season of television. Um, some welcome additions, kind of like how last season they had, uh, Aya Cash play, um, Stormfront. They had, um, God, I'm blanking on his name, but the guy from Supernatural playing, a new character called Soldier Boy. Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. He plays uh, Soldier Boy, who's kind of like a mix between Captain America and uh, and Bucky. Um, okay. But uh, but yeah, and a couple of other you know small cameos, small character actors playing superheroes. Um, and um, but yeah, 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 really great season. Um, do you think you'll you'll watch it or or do you think you'll? I don't know. I never I never finished season two. Um, mm-hmm. I like got like 
I think I can't remember. It might have literally been like one episode in, and I was like, I think I'm good on this. Um, on season two, mm-hmm. but maybe you know, maybe that's something I'll just go back to, stick with it for season two because it's been a minute. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. and then you know, by the time I get to the end, maybe I'll be uh, you know, ready for season three and excited to continue going. So yeah, it could be on the menu. I don't feel super confident about that. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I really, I felt like I liked season one, and then I think, I feel like we talked on here, and maybe I, I can't remember how I felt about the ending of season one. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was not very high on it. Yeah, I, I I would say probably season season two, I mean, the three season two is the weakest, but it's weird because it's the weakest, but it also has some of the best, um, like the stuff with, with Stormfront, played by Aya Cash, and um homelander is like some of the best stuff of the whole series like they're back and forth and their their relationship is some of the best stuff and and like i started to watch the show the boys when it first came out like season one is because before season one even came out they had greenlit season two and she had been cast in that role as stormfront and that's where i had read a description about it and i was like oh she's gonna kill it and she did and um but that's kind of why i started it was because of her and she was great so but it feels weird to be like season two is the weakest when she's in it and she's great in it um so um uh, but yeah it's kind of hard to be like season three is great but just gonna make it through season two um because it's it's you know it's it's good but it's not you know like like i mentioned here when we recorded or even about season one it's like oh you know here comes old butcher the badass of the year and stuff um right. but i think it's worth it because i think season two is or season three is really great and like i said i think they fine-tuned everybody like everybody in the main cast is just like a little like just like a couple of percentage more defined and more well-written that you end up going like, wow, like this like makes more, like this looks great, right? Like, or this is written really right. well. Yeah. So, uh, I, and I mean, I've heard good things about season three. I feel like I've heard that it's the strongest of, uh, you know, the, the show you've gotten so mm. far. So could pull me back in. Cause I, like I said, I really did like season one. I feel like, um, Man, without like really going back and looking it up and thinking about it, I feel like season one ending, and I was kind of like iffy about it. And then I think the first episode of season two, like, uh, I think there might be like a, I don't want to say a significant, but like a non-small time skip, mm-hmm. like where like I feel like some things have happened, but like all the characters didn't seem like they were acting the way I would expect the characters to. And mm-hmm. so I guess after after season one feeling iffy about the ending and then having season two start that way. I feel like I was just like, I think I'm good on this. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. but, but maybe I'll come back. Yeah. I, I, I totally agree. Like it's, it, and that's what I'm saying is like, I feel like I feel, I feel like I felt the same way in season one about, or season two about some of those characters. We're like, well, it's off, but it's not like enough to be like, wow, that's unbelievable. But enough to be like, that's not really like great TV. But like I said, with with this new or this new season, you go, that fits perfectly. It makes sense. Everybody has an arc. Like it all, like just you know, it, it, it clicks, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, season three of the boys on Amazon Prime. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. Probably the easiest streaming service to have. Just because it's oh yes yes the most definitely the most bang for your buck oh yeah yeah and um, I will say though that that you know we've talked about times uh, episode runtimes and stuff 
And mm-hmm. um, I think this is one where they're all like, pretty much like an hour, an hour flat. Like this is HBO time, not even 42 minutes. None of that. They're all right. you know, lo- longer than 55, 50, you know, 56 minutes, but shorter than 102. So that's, you know, it's, it's somebody who the, the showrunner, he's like an old supernatural alum or, you know, he, or he, not alum, but I think he fucking ran the thing or I think he ran it. He was well, high up in supernatural for a while. Mm-hmm. And so he knows TV and so he knows like, you know, what the pacing is. And, 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 you know, we talked about before about how motherfuckers now will be like, like, especially in Disney, they'll be like, oh, it's not a TV show. You know, it's, it's a movie spread out over six hours, but it's like, it's not right. They're very different. It's not the same kind of thing. Right. So, um, this is definitely a situation where he knows that it's a TV show. He plots it like a TV show and it feels like a TV show. And that's awesome because it feels like those old TV shows, but except with like a fucking bajillion dollars. Right. Um, yeah. you know, I wonder, I don't know why it just occurred to me, but I wonder how much of the, like, it's actually not a TV show. It's just a long movie versus actually filming like a TV show. Mm-hmm. I wonder if, how much like the, the release schedule plays into that or, or vice versa. Like how much, so like, I guess what I'm trying to say is if you were like, oh, we're not making a, you know, if you're like one of those people who are like, we're making a six hour movie, it's just, you know, made over six episodes. Mm-hmm. But if they all dropped at the same time, I wonder if it would be more well received because people are more likely to binge like mm-hmm. two or three episodes at a time. Whereas if you release it weekly and you actually, you know what I mean? I feel like if it releases weekly, and the number one example I can come up with is, I think, Loki, because it released weekly and I was actually keeping up with it as it was happening. Um, like, I, I wonder filming it like a TV show, if that enhances it versus... And I guess I wonder if they take that into consideration as they, you know, storybook out what each episode quote unquote is right yeah like, mm-hmm. if you know your movie's just gonna draw or your show is just gonna drop all at once maybe you don't really give a shit about pacing as much because you're like mm-hmm. people are just gonna binge it and it's gonna get well received anyways um whereas if you have to put out a good one every week i wonder if you know you really stop to think and make sure like is each episode really like one worth it on its own and two well defined in the message or plot we're trying to get across yeah yeah um, it- and like I feel like that's like sort of like a lost art because like um, I don't know if you have ever seen it, but I know when when Breaking Bad was on TV, they would show these like pictures or like the editors and the storyboard artists would show these these pictures of like these not I mean they're they're like um, like no cards, but they were like extra big. They were like four instead of being like by four by six, they were like seven by nine or five. like they're extra big. Right, and so basically they would plot out on this board. And they were like, we have six, or I think I forget the exact number, but they were like, we have a distinct amount of post notes of or, um, of note cards, and we have to write out basically everything that's going to happen in the episode in these six, and that's it. Like, yeah, right. scene one, and they would have like a break, and each card would represent like a few five or six minutes. That way, they would get the pacing down exactly to what it needed to be. To where, like you said, you know, if it's a motherfuckers like Disney where they're like, or Stranger Things where they're like, it doesn't matter. We just dump them all at once. They probably just write, 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 write. And then they go, all right, now chop these up into six parts and, you know, put the break right. where, you know, where, where a scene ends instead of being like, all right, this gonna crescendo, this episode is going to crescendo and everybody's going to have an arc and then end. And the next episode starts, it's going to be a part of the bigger story, but then it's also going to be like a little small arc for a character. Okay, break. Um, and I think that that's, that's a skill that I think these new 
you know, Disney TV TV writers kind of don't have where shit just like ends. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I wonder if, hmm, I wonder if that's something that will continue to be the case or if we'll naturally get to a point where like ev- the, that art is watered down to such a degree that it like really stands out when people are good at it and therefore it like kind of pulls it back. If that makes sense. Like, it'd yeah. be interesting to see how it all plays out going forward for, for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, the boys season three, Amazon prime. Um, I guess I'll go ahead and talk about one of the things I've been watching, which is catastrophe. I think it is four seasons. I am two episodes into season three and I think they're only like six episode seasons. So they're pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really good. I think the a lot of the uh, humors like really started to land cleaner because each character has kind of come into its own mm-hmm. um, in terms of like expectations and how they react. Uh, and you know you can find the humor because you know what to expect. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it's yeah. it's easier to understand like oh he's joking versus like he's being serious versus like mm-hmm. he's doing a bit. So it all it all starts to play a little better. Um, I have, I texted you about this earlier, and I don't know if you saw it, because it was kind of in the middle of another text, mm-hmm. but I have, like, one one possible issue that I'm having with the show, and the thing is that, like, by all all logic, it I, I don't feel like I should have this issue with it, uh, but I don't want to give it away, because I, I don't want to, I don't want to sway anybody on it, I guess is what right, I want right. to say, like. Like, I don't want anybody to go in thinking this could be a problem, and then they'd mm. be like, oh, yeah, but, uh, so I mentioned it and to my hyper aware dad. hyper-aware of it rec- Right. Letting it happen. So there. I mentioned it to my dad, who recommended the show to me. I was like, hey, I kind of have this problem with it, uh, and he was like, yeah, he, I told him what it was, and he's like, I didn't notice that at all. And so I'm trying mm. to figure out, because, like, it doesn't seem like a thing I would notice, mm-hmm. but I, I did notice it, and, and it has continued to be the case going forward so i'm mm-hmm. very confused as to like man also i i guess like i'm trying to think of a way to do this without giving anything away um it would be like yeah i don't really have a way to do it without giving it away but basically mm-hmm. i have a problem with a specific character and then i have a very specific reason mm-hmm why that's a problem and then i also have a very specific reason how it shouldn't be a problem like and not an in-show reason i mean like an outside of the it's like i hate this character in the show i hate Mm. or not i I don't hate the character i hate this thing about the character in the show and it seems to be painted a very specific way which is what i hate but then based on factors outside of the show i feel like it should be mitigated somehow or maybe i'm Mm. looking into it too much so without Without giving anything away, um, if somebody else could watch Catastrophe or has watched Catastrophe, I, I let me bounce this idea off of you to just see if it's just me. Um, and also, ever, uh, because they're so short, I, mm-hmm. I feel like if you could fit this into your schedule, because they're only like... So each episode is actually only like 22 minutes. It's not even like a... No, they don't have they, they range between 20 and 22. Mm-hmm. Um and there are only six episodes a season, and I would say by, like, a season and a half, I, I could definitely 
tell you the issue and you'd be like, oh yeah, I totally see that, or I don't. Um, mm, but okay. even aside from that issue I have, uh, ultimately I still think the show's great. Like, I think the comedy's good, the characters mm-hmm. are well-written, mostly, and um, there's, you know, there's, man, every sitcom, not, sitcom's not a good word, every, like, comedy show like this, you have, like, your, you know, two or three main characters, and then you've got, like, all these little side characters who only pop up every so often. Like, maybe one scene an episode max, right? Like, and, you know, maybe you don't see an episode and you don't even really notice it. Yeah. Um, but, but there's a guy in this show, and I'm going to pull up the thing. And, like, the very first time I saw him in the show, I was like, this dude's fucking weird. Like, this character's weird. I don't know what to make of it. And then the more I've seen him, he's slowly become my favorite, like, pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm trying to see, isn't it Mark Bonner is that actor's name? Yeah, um, he looks like, um, I've never seen Mike Mark or Matt? Uh, Mark. Mark oh, Bonner. Okay. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything. Uh, looking at some of these shows, I don't think they're super popular, but, uh, or at least not, um, anywhere I know. He, I think he's British, maybe? Scottish? Okay, Scottish. Fuck me, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there. <laughs> but he's he's Scottish, so he's probably in you know shows kind of relevant in that area. But mm-hmm. uh, he's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> he he kills me every time he's on screen, um, and he he plays a very like straight man, and it just it takes me down every time. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't think I've heard of him before. Yeah, so catastrophe. I'm like three seasons in. It's still really good. Um, got one minor issue with it. And I don't even know that it's actually an issue. I could just be randomly have thought of it one time and been able to do nothing but notice it uh, since. So, uh, yeah, definitely still worth watching. 22 minutes. I I watch two on my lunch break and then, you know, still have time to do a couple things before I go back to work. So it's been pretty solid for me. Yeah, I definitely want to watch it. And I like, like I said last time, I like Rob Delaney and and, it looks like uh, Sharon Horgan. She was in... Uh, she was one of my favorite parts of Game Night, um, and so I, I I think she's a great actress. Or she was very funny in that, so I, you know, I'd love to see her in something else. Um, I didn't yeah, even four seasons. I don't even remember her in that movie. Well, well, was she one of the the people or like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she was the one that was. Um, if I remember correctly, am I right? Let me make sure that that's right. Cause she looks really familiar to that. She she is in it. I see her in the cast. I just don't uh, remember yeah. her in it. She was the one that was hanging out with Billy Magnuson. Magnuson, uh, the dumb blonde guy, and she was like that old lady, but she wasn't really. Like, oh, she was okay. like, "This is my old friend," and everybody's like, "Oh my god, she's so old!" But he's like dating her for some weird reason or something. Uh, okay, okay, I think I remember now. Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. But it, there's that. Uh, I see. It says she was in Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent, which I think she I didn't played see, but the husband. Yeah, or the, not the husband, the wife, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So either way, she, she's great. I think she's really good in it. Um, Rob Delaney's really good in it. They're both like I think the main writers of that show. I don't know if they, I don't know if they both direct, but they're both writers and producers. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're the two main characters. They have really good chemistry together. Uh, it's it's really solid show. So nice. That's my recommendation for the time being. Nice. 
Yeah, I definitely I'll start so it after I finish the next show that I'm watching. Or I'll try to. Well, yeah, I probably will because Sydney wants to watch the Bears, so that won't be like my my own personal show. That'll, that'll be like a me and her show. But, okay. uh, but yeah, Perfect. yeah, I'll add it to the list. All right, man, sounds good. Uh, so what else you got going? Um, let me write it down because I will forget. There's my list. I have a, like a. Oh no, it's already there. Cool. Um, I have a like a little post a notepad note with all the mm-hmm. shows I gotta watch and like when they come out and stuff. Um, but yeah, so I also um finished Miss Marvel. So it was the uh, the sixth episode okay, yeah. part show um, which is like you know their latest MCU Disney Plus TV show, and it ended this actually no not this past Wednesday. I guess a week ago ish. Um, but Sydney and I had some, we, we didn't, we didn't have much time to finish it. So we had to you know, put it off, but anyway, um, and it was, it was fantastic. It was, I think as good as their best outings. Um, I would say, you know, on, on a good day, I could say that it's you know the best one that they've had, you know, better than Loki, better than WandaVision. Um, yeah, all right. yeah it, it was, it was, yeah, it was pretty fantastic. I mean, the, the world, I mean, it's, it's not really world building cause it's like their culture, but it, it reminded me a lot of Rami, which is a show I've watched it before where, you sort of get this really like slice of life kind of portrayal of a family in New Jersey. And, you know, it's much more you know, um, street level than something big like WandaVision or Loki where it's cosmic and gigantic. It's very like kind of like Hawkeye, except even smaller. Um, okay. But it, it was great. Um, the, the, the main actress who plays Miss Marvel was fantastic. All of her friends are, and her family are very um, well-defined and they are warm and um, I say welcoming, and and, and they you know you 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 sort of see maybe you know, family members in them, but they're never cutesy, right? They're never like, oh my god, her dad is so goofy. He is warm and nice to her and kind and to her friends, but he's also like a dad, right? So there's you know you never right. go, oh my god, he, he's so wacky. What a dad! You know he's not fucking Malcolm in the Middle's dad, right? He's right, like regular right. dad. <laughs> who happens to be really warm toward her. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, yeah I, I think it, you know, it's paced. Okay. Right. And then I think it runs into the problem that we were just talking about where, you know, I think I forget what episode it was. Oh, it was episode five, which was the penultimate episode leading into six. When five ends, something happens and it's like, Oh my goodness. And it's like a, not a jump scare, but it's like, Oh my God, plot development, cut to black, roll credits. So you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't wait to next week. But it doesn't, it doesn't work as well as it could because in a movie it'll be like a cut to black, start act three, right? Right. Um, right, right, right. Whereas this, it's like cut to black, credits. All right, now episode yeah. starting, title credits. So it doesn't roll as smoothly as it could. Um, but that's you know that's not an issue that's just you know um, found in this show. I think it's an issue that's found in all Marvel shows and all of the fucking di- um, Star Wars shows that they've had, except mm-hmm. for Mandalorian. Which I think works and doesn't do that because it's literally a monster of the week show most of the time. Right. Um, but uh, but yeah, it, it was fantastic. I can't wait to to see her again in the Marvels next year. Um, it'll be uh, you know, Captain America, her, and um, oh, I forget which one it is. I always forget if it's Maria or Monica. One of them two. The younger one, the daughter Rambo from the um, Captain Marvel universe is like the three of them make up the Marvels, and that'll come out next. Next July, I believe. Um, 
so uh but yeah and it, it, it's it's great because it's it's a nice little introduction right it's like it's like a the whole series is a big origin story so that when you know by the time you're done you're like wow i know who this character is i can't wait to see more adventures with her i love this community i love this family and um i'm excited to see more stories um i don't know if it's gonna have a season two because like i said it's she's gonna be in the movie but it wouldn't surprise me if they did you know miss marvel season one the Marvel's in theaters, and then after that, she gets like another, you know, Miss Marvel season two, where it's like a smaller, just you know, her adventures thing. Right. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Um, I haven't watched it. I really should. Uh, I'll probably probably throw that on the list of things to watch. Uh, mm-hmm. whenever we get through hacks, um, I'll probably go ahead and mm-hmm. throw that on and start. Oh, that out. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if Kaylin likes like um, what would it be like? Like uh, not like One Tree Hill because it's it's not that it's I don't know it, it's it's much more it's it, a a mom a layperson would be more welcoming and be able to be more receptive toward something like this than something like Loki, right? Right, right. Even though they both have superheroes and magic and you know rays and beams and shit. I think, like, my mom would be more likely to be like, oh, it's about a superhero girl. Oh, she's in high school. Then be like, oh, it's this brother of a time travel who's, like, in a different universe because he broke time. And, you know, right. The same way. Time crimes. The same way, like, Smallville was, like, a massive hit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Being yeah. a Superman movie. But because it's, they, they like, kind of reduce it to a, uh, like you said, that same kind of, like, show that, um is more accessible than, than a lot of superhero type shows. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, that's Miss Marvel. Um, okay. And that's episodes. on Disney Plus, right? Yeah. Disney Plus, each one about 45, I would say 45 minutes. So definitely okay. not like, definitely not a half hour show, but also not like the, not, not the boys because that shit right. is like, like I said, that's like, Hey, it's 59 minutes. Like literally, literally, I would push play and I would pause it so I could see, like, maybe I could, you know, do half now and then do half later and be like, all of them literally be like an hour. So this is not that, (laughs) somewhere in between. And also, like, I would look, I would push play and it'd be like 45 minutes. And then I'd be like, okay, cool, 45 minutes. And then I would, you know, the show would end and I would pause it to, like, you know, skip the next episode or whatever. And it'd be like 38 minutes. So literally like the last giant chunk is like that they put like actual genuine like movie credits at the end. Which movie sense, credits you know, at the end. Because there's a bunch of fucking people working on these. So it makes total sense. Yeah. You know, right. There's no, you know, but still it, they take up a huge chunk of the episode. So um, yeah, I would say. Man, in, so in streaming services now though, like streaming services now, do you think like, like our credits, I mean, I guess people have always scripted skip credits to a degree mm-hmm. but but the ease with which you can now skip credits like like you just literally like the moment the credits pop up they're like fuck this next episode and you're like sure so I, like you gotta feel like it's just gotta be sh- like a tiny bit shittier like like if you're yes, the person yes. that's credits in a movie theater you're like oh look i'm there but like on a tv show like that you're like nobody's ever gonna see my name like, <laughs> like not even and the thing is that 
these streaming service they don't even give you an option to like stay on it so like my thing would be oh like, that's true you know they, they like fast forward you after like five seconds yeah they'll be like next episode five four three and i wish they would <laughs> switch to be like look here's the button push this and we'll literally take you to the next episode rather than be like it's coming it's coming get ready because sometimes i don't know um i'm watching solar opposites right now and sometimes it there's little jokes in the credits or at the end there's like a tiny little stinger and so sometimes mm-hmm. the things like jump or sometimes like if there's is a stinger at the end it won't do the jump and so i'm like all right so like is the system fucking up or is there actually a scene afterward and like should i push a button or is it gonna take me and if i if i push a button is it gonna spaz out right so mm-hmm. um yeah, I, I wish it was a little bit easier. But I think, yeah, like, especially with movies, too. Like, you know, a movie will end. And it'll be like, because you watch this, watch it. Oh, it was uh, Captain... Miss uh, um, Marvel. At the end of Miss Marvel, something happens at the very, very, very end. And I was like, ooh, I want to watch that again. But because the credits were running, it did, you know, it makes the screen small. And it's like, because yeah. you watched Miss Marvel, do you want to watch Captain Marvel? And I like, there's like, right. a, there's like three screens. One of them's counting down. One of them's starting the other movie. One of them's doing this. I pushed the back button or like the, the play button to pause it. But it started playing Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel. And then by the time I went back and found Miss Marvel, I pushed play. And instead of starting, you know, where I left off in the credits, it started me at the beginning. So I was like, oh, you know what? fuck this. I don't, I, I don't care. I'll watch it on YouTube later. <laughs> but it's such a, it's just like convoluted rigmarole thing where I'm like, oh, wait, so wait, but wait, but the, the, it was in the credits. But wait, wait, I don't want to watch Miss Captain Marvel. But wait, uh. yeah. <laughs> What's even so? Um, my wife's decided to start watching uh, Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. um, which man, I want it like so. She had, she was already a few episodes in by the time I learned that that she was you know watching the show, mm-hmm. and uh, so the funniest part about that is that we both watched Game of Thrones for a while and uh, we stopped because she wasn't interested anymore and then i just kind of like yeah, i'm not gonna pull an hour out of my time like by myself to go watch this it was yeah. just something we were doing together and then now she's going back to it i want to be like bitch you could have just fucking watched <laughs> me. we were watching it um yeah. but <laughs> but uh it's on hbo max and she mentioned it's just funny that you brought it up because she mentioned that like she's had it happen twice now she's only like on the second season i think and she said mm-hmm. she's had it happen twice where HBO Max has automatically fast-forwarded to the next episode, like, skipped, before they even got to the credits. And then she was like, so then it's a giant pain in the ass to, like, back out of the show. Yeah, back back out. Out. I'm like, damn. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're not even letting you get to the credits. They're skipping, like... She was like, yeah, I've had to go back and do it because I wasn't able to finish the episode before. It was just like, here you go. And then sometimes they're like, like, damn, you, know, you guys like, are really rushing it. <laughs> it's like, oh, you, well, you don't want to, you don't want to be back at the credits. You want to start at the beginning, don't you? Here you go, an hour. Good luck fast forwarding. <laughs> and it's like, oh my god, right? It's like, just let me watch and the so, credits, like, right? Or like you said, just default to like me pressing a button to skip to the next episode. So that way, if right. I want to sit here, I can. Um, right, right. But like, anyways, usually... what... oh, no, no, I was just going to say that there's usually two types of credits. There's, like, the real credits, which is, like, everybody who works on it. And then there's, like, the dub credits. And they're, like, the, right. those are, like, the additional, like, streaming ones. And, like, that, th- those are the ones I want to skip. The other ones, maybe I want to watch. <laughs> maybe, you know. Exactly. Um, all I was going to say is, though, is that, like, she was a few episodes in before I, uh, like, noticed that's what she was doing. And I wanted oh. to be, like, I don't know if you want to do that. Because I feel like... <laughs> I feel like I feel like you're setting yourself up for disappointment. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. 
And like, that's I've the heard thing is, I re- bad things about the way this ended, but I I haven't shit on her parade yet, so uh, I, I don't. Either she wasn't uh, on Twitter enough to see the backlash, or she has mm-hmm. forgotten. And uh, I'm not gonna rain on her parade, so just let her be <laughs> upset when she gets there. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Do you did you watch it? Did you watch it live? Like when it was coming out? Like uh, I guess what three years ago? Uh, I mean, not the last season. Like I trying to. I, I can't remember the last thing that happened in the season I watched mm-hmm. live. Like I can't remember how the season ended in the the last one I caught up with. But I feel like the last two. How many seasons are there total? Seven. Eight? Uh, seven. Six? Seven. So seven, uh, yeah. Okay, so I feel like I ended at the end of season four. Uh, I feel like five, six, and seven I did not watch. Um, but I, I just you can't watch... remember like, where in the plot that would be. Maybe the Battle of the Bastards? That would be... I, think I did not see that. Four. Oh, that was... Uh, Hard Home was five, and that's like one of the best episodes, too. Um, final episode of season four. Four. Oh, I guess the final episode of season four was the one where Cersei. There's like dragon fire, and there's like a religious cult that season. That could be it. The finale is called "The Winds of Winter." Really? Hold on. Uh, what the fuck? Um, season four finale is. Yeah, maybe that's the one. Um. Maybe that's the one I saw. I can't remember off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, but either way, uh, I just remember I got either through season three or season four, and then just we kind of fell off. But uh, she, mm-hmm. she's going back, so uh, yeah, she can she can uh, cross that bridge when she gets there. She's gonna come yeah. to me and be like, you know, this has kind of gotten bad. I'll be like, just you wait. Um, <laughs> well, the, and the thing but, is that uh, even through season six it's still pretty good there's a great season or great sequence with the dragons in season six that's like an all-time not just like action movie like in a movie but like in it's like an all-time fantasy sequence like in anything and it looks fucking awesome but then right at the finale at six they do something where you go what the fuck is this and then that's when you go into season seven you're like oh okay this is where the show started starts to fall apart but even season five i maybe i remember I feel like I remember hearing either season five or season six. I feel like I remember starting to hear that people were like, I don't think like, I feel like I remember people that were like really, really into it starting to like, kind of be like, um, I don't know if he's going, I feel like they're not wrapping up everything the way they sh- they should be. Like, like it, oh, yeah. I feel like I remember hearing talks of like a lot of loose ends and like the show being like still very interesting and good and worth keeping up with, but I feel like people were like pointing to things like, "Hey, but what about that thing from like a season or two ago? We still haven't come back to it. What's mm-hmm. going on with that?" And then like by the time they got to the end, like they never went back. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they just left it. Yet, yeah, the back end of season six is the one where things start to get hairy. But everything leading up to it is yeah. like great ATV because that's how I was telling Sydney. I was like, we should, you know, if if, if the show had even ended just good i think i would have been like let's make it an effort to rewatch because it is fantastic i mean so many great moments so many like it just looks fantastic hard home in season five is like my favorite episode and it's like all time like big budget like horror action movie filmmaking like it looks amazing Mm -hmm. like the kind of stuff that i remember watching it and being like holy shit i can't believe they got away with this on tv kind of like how i felt watching the end of season two where they um they tried to sack king's landing 
and they're on the beach and mm-hmm. stuff, and they blow up those ships with the dragon's breath or whatever the fuck it was called, yeah. the green shit. Like that's like I remember watching that live and being like, "Holy shit!" Like this is on TV. Like that, that that's like a like an all time moment. So I think I think if she's watching it and you remember most of it, I think as as, as she gets close to where you hopped off, I think it would one hundred percent be worth hopping back on just for those couple of you know those moments. Um, except for the very end where it sort of just drops drops the ball. But I'm one of those who like when they drop the ball, I wasn't like. I get a horse shit. Oh my god! I was kind of like, well, that wasn't great. It wasn't. It was fine. It was like Thor: Love and Thunder, right? <coughs> of a finale where I was like, well, you know, everything else they've done is great, and I think most shows this finale would be fantastic. It's just that we've been, you know, conditioned to greatness from this. That if it doesn't reach that, you go, well, bullshit. This thing fucking sucks. What a piece of ass. You know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I think if if you can hop on when she gets to where you hopped off, I think it's one hundred percent worth the ride. Okay, I might I might have to see uh, see where where we end up. But um, anyways, uh, yeah, <laughs> auto mm-hmm. auto skipping credits is terrible. <laughs> yeah, we ended up there. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, as far as uh, anything else, I've been watching. Uh, it's not really a show in any uh, sense, but. I saw a YouTube video mm-hmm. uh, that was like 40 minutes long, and it was called Every Zelda is the Darkest Zelda. I don't know if you saw it, but it's mm. a Jacob Geller uh, essay, like video essay yeah. about the Legend of Zelda games. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, I feel like I have, uh, and it's only happened like two or three times, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh, my relationship with the Jacob Geller videos is that mm-hmm. I will see one that I inevitably am super interested in, and mm-hmm. I will watch it, and I'll be like, that's fucking amazing. And then I will binge watch, like, four or five of them, and then I will mm-hmm. forget he exists for, like, <laughs> for like an extended period of time, uh, and then I'll yeah. catch one. For whatever reason, like, one will catch my eye, and then I'll find, like, four more that I missed that all seem great, like, in that, in that time period, and I'll binge those, and I'll forget he exists, and then, and then I'll come back. <laughs> And uh, so I think I'm currently, a, I think that's me too, especially because some of the topics, because some of the video games he plays are like very niche, and so yes. some of them I'm like, I, like this one, I, I sorry, I I go on a one by one basis with his videos because I'll be like, watch later, and that's sort of my list that, that you know, if I'm going to bed or if I'm got some time during lunch or dinner, I'll try to burn through that, and so there's like some more, I mean, I got a couple on there, but like one about the being um, outside in the cold, and he talks about Antarctica and. And that one was fascinating. Talk about, I think he talks about like isolation and being alone. And, and the, there's some that I'm like, yes, I'm there, right? Especially mm-hmm. with bigger video games. And right? I'm like, boom, yes, Resident Evil 4, yes. But then some of them are like, and here's this little side-scroll game from developer, indie developer, you know, pickpocket. And it's like, okay, I'm like, I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what this is. But... <laughs> so I watched, I watched the Zelda one, incredible. Yes. I watched Dark Souls 3 one, incredible. Um... And the the best thing about all right, so Legend of Zelda, like, I'm not super into Legend of Zelda. I think mm-hmm, same. I'm trying to think, my my relationship with Legend of Zelda is, and actually, my relationship with a lot of these things, in and maybe it's just a uh, something uh, like a a I don't know how to phrase this. Maybe it's just my predisposition. Um, but like any of these games. Uh, like Metal Gear Solid, Legend of Zelda, uh, Final Fantasy, any of these games that have long, like, storied 
Dark Souls, because it's had like three or four games and then a couple that are kind of real closely related but not quite the same. Like, any of these, even if I'm not interested in the game itself, like in the case of Zelda, like I, I just, for whatever reason, I have no interest in Zelda games. Generally, when people start to talk about them, I still find them wildly interesting. Like, like when yes. people start talking about the events of each game, how they're linked together, thematic elements of a like I'm I'm 100 in, regardless of whether I've even played the game. As long as I have like a general base knowledge, and it's more than just a one game story, you know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I'm still here for it. So I saw the Legend of Zelda one, and despite not liking those games very much, um. I guess not saying I don't like them. It's just it's not a game I'm going to go out of my way to get. And then also yeah, because yeah. of the nature of Nintendo consoles where, you know, like Nintendo games are the only thing that are on Nintendo consoles mostly. Like, yep, yep. Like mm -hmm. I just it's, yep. there's less reason for me to have one of those, so there's less reason for me to go out and get one to play Zelda. Um Anyways, listen to that video. It was fucking phenomenal. He goes into like every Zelda and how it kind of like plays out and what you're really supposed to take away from them. Um, and then my favorite thing about his video essays is they are never just about the video game. And, and I think right, right. Mm -hmm. uh, part of you is like, duh. And, but then another part of you is like, no, nah, I feel like a lot of lesser video makers would just stop at one point but he does a very good job in all of his essays into um basically being like i played this game um and here's like a theme in this game but also here's a theme of how like it kind of relates to just like being a person and and, and like He's, it's weird because it's still fully contained in zelda right like we're talking well not fully but like we're talking about zelda the whole time and like but, but like, somehow at the end of it, I'm like, it's not really about Zelda, but, like, it is, like, because it's all yeah. we talked about, <laughs> but, like, but like I I don't know, I just walk away feeling like, oh, man, I just kind of, like, learned something, I had, like, a little, you know what I mean, like, I had a yeah. little moment and thought about something in a different way than I normally would. Um, yeah. Same thing with Dark Souls. The Dark Souls one specifically, because I have played all those Dark Souls games, mm -hmm. and I have had a lot of the questions or ideas that he had, and he... Or, I guess not. I had a lot of the concerns that he mentions and then explains and, and like, or at least, maybe not explains, but uh, finds a way to package it into a nice theme. And I'm like, oh, that's great. Um, and then there was another one about Hotline Miami 2, uh, which I, I love the Hotline Miami games. But my favorite thing mm -hmm. is he's like, I don't really know what this game's trying to do. Like, his whole video... <laughs> like, look, I understand everything that happens in this game. It's clearly trying to do some stuff, but, like, none of it, like, ties in neatly, and I can't quite figure it out. It's, like, the whole video. Mm -hmm. And it's funny, because I also feel that way. It's, like, one of those things where his point is, like, it's very clearly not lazy. It's very clearly got a point to make. It makes a few different points, but I don't know that I can pull out, like, the one overarching theme and it's funny because uh i've watched another video about how i made it too after that and i think the point is that or not the point but like the reason probably why he's having such a hard time with it is because based on that video i don't think there's one specific overarching theme i think they have a few different themes that all converge to their situation of like the developers like outside of the game um mm -hmm. and so it's it's really interesting to watch but anyways uh if anybody's interested in like even if you don't know the video games, if you're interested in listening to someone 
talk about the games but also tie it to like a real life theme or idea Mm -hmm. then it's great also he does this one thing that like fucks me up every time which is that uh in what is it is it dark it's dark souls 3 the dark souls 3 Mm -hmm. video he Mm -hmm. talks he like i don't know what the word is here i want to say overlays but it's not overlay but uh he like parallels Dark Souls 3 with a movie called I'm Thinking of Ending Things. or mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've never seen that movie. I'd never heard of that movie. And he's done it to me in multiple videos. Which is, I know Dark Souls 3. I know the things he's talking about. He mentions a movie. This movie looks fucking amazing. But I ha- first of all, didn't know this movie existed. He starts talking about like, that sounds great. And I'm like, I kind of want to stop this video so I can watch that movie. But then I'm like, I'm I don't know if I'm gonna find time to watch the movie. So I basically just spoil <laughs> the movie the video. for myself. <laughs> so I just fucking go full fledged. So like at the end of that, I ended knowing everything—not everything, but like knowing all of the larger beats and points of I. I'm thinking of ending things. And I'm like, damn, that seems like a movie I really would have watched. <laughs> now I know it. So. Um, but yeah, his his videos are great. So uh, that's definitely yeah. something for people to check out if it sounds interesting to you at all. No, yeah, he's he's great. I mean, I, I told you, yeah, I went to um, college with him, right? Like he was in my. You mentioned that, yeah. like, but I didn't know to what extent, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. he was in. So I um when I was in um in college, we had like this uh, organization that put on free movies. Mm-hmm. And not, well, not, well, free movies were the main thing at like in like the local campus theater, but then also like little movie events. Like right. trivia and you know oscar night and, and shit like that but um but yeah he was on he was on like my committee the one that helped plan it and stuff and so um we would talk about movies and shit would be like oh civil war's coming out soon that's gonna be great or, or i guess that was after but yeah we would talk avengers and movies and shit and we ha- i mean we've kept in touch like through twitter and stuff but not like texting that like really close and i actually saw him we went to see top gun uh maverick opening night and as i was walking out i saw i I, like i saw this guy with like a peripheral like like his face and beard and i was like city i think that's jacob and she's like who and i was like the guy i went to college with who does the youtube videos and stuff (laughs) and she's like are you gonna go talk to him and i was like well i don't know i haven't talked to him since since i left school i mean i well like other than like like his tweets and like respond to him here or there and then she'd be like well go talk to him see what it's i was like i don't know it's a little embarrassing or whatever but anyway so i went up to talk to him and i was like hey like what's up man and we talked about top gun for a little bit but um but yeah, yeah, super nice. He guy, was like, you know? "Oh, you must be one of my YouTube fans." You're like, "Fuck!" <laughs> like, no, we we went to school together, man. Oh, you got to Hollywood. And I do come up later. Oh yeah, <laughs> foreshadowing. I do like, um, you know, I like that he's doing well, and, and I'm glad he is. And I actually am um, subscribed to his Patreon just to help him out. He's like the only. He's actually he is the only person I support on there because I actually know him. Even though I listen to other podcasts and they're always asking for it, I'm always like, well, I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, you know, kind of like when you see, well, I don't know. But, like, um, <laughs> I'm like 90% sure I know where you were going with that. But we'll and, so, um, <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, he's awesome. I'm glad he's doing well. Um, <laughs> oh, man. All right, hold on. We're going to, now, now I have to text you just a minute. Yeah, just to for... make sure this is what you were gonna say. Is this is this what you were gonna say? <laughs> I get this text message. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I knew it. All right. So anyway. light, light on. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Um, but um, yeah, he's he's awesome, and, and he also writes for uh, or I think he's he's either written or they've done 
Kotaku, Kotaku has done articles about his videos. So I'm glad he's, you know, oh, that's he's, cool. Yeah. He's got like a nice little space in, um, in the video game community. And, and I have, um, a bunch of his videos and watch later just cause I mean, and the thing is, I don't want to just, and they're so rich that I don't want to just be like, I'm gonna put it on while I brush my teeth and just have it on his background noise. Like I do with like fucking like wrestling videos. Right. Like I, I want to pay attention and like be watching and focus and thinking about it as I do it. Mm-hmm. So, like for me, I'm like, I'm like eighty percent of where you're at in terms of that like I don't want to. I definitely don't want it to just be background noise. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for me, it like it seems like most of the ones I've watched lately have been like forty minutes, which I drive forty five minutes to work and forty five minutes home from work. So I'm like, I'll just put it on and listen to it while I'm driving because I can still pay attention to it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just don't need to like. I feel like there's enough there that you can also just listen to it. I don't think you necessarily need to watch it. I mean, there's definitely some things that help because he's showing you some of the things he's talking about. But um, especially if you're familiar with the game in general, like uh, listening to it works really well too. So yeah, um, yeah, because you don't have to be like, what, what is he describing? Because you, you sort of like you know you can remember it right as you as you drive. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, uh, videos are great, uh, and you know he he ever has a, a personal connection to him. <laughs> has a personal connection to him. And, you know, yeah, he's the yeah, only person that subscribes to Patreon. Um, yeah, it, boy, it's weird because, like, all right, so about the Patreon thing, though, like, he mentions in one of the videos I watched, uh, it wasn't it wasn't Patreon, it was some other app, and I don't know if maybe he switched to it Patreon was, uh, since then. Nebula? Yeah. I don't know yeah, if he's yeah. still on that, or, because the video I saw him say that was, like, two years old so i was like mm-hmm. i don't know if to still think but anyways like i i have that thought right like the inkling is I'm like you know what that'd be like these like it's not like i don't want to say he's smaller and like he's not successful but like mm-hmm. you know what i mean like these are the kinds of people i'd like to support yeah but, like yeah. anytime like a big podcast is like over here like subscribe to my patreon i'm like dog stop but like, exactly. like when you That's people are already that. famous outside of this, like I'm not going to pay for yeah. your Patreon. You're like Twitter verified. You have a blue check mark. You know, right? Exactly. I've seen you on ESPN. Like, what do you? <laughs> right. I've seen you on like Comedy Central, or like you have your own specials on Netflix, or like you know what I mean. Like, I, I'm yeah. not. I'm not subscribed to your Patreon. Get the fuck out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, <sighs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, that's um, yeah, Jacob Geller's videos on YouTube. Yeah. So, did you have anything else you wanted to talk about uh, as far as anything you've been watching? Um. Yeah. Yeah. Super. Super quick. I'll squeeze this one in thirty seconds. Okay. Um. It's called Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, and it's um a movie um based on the shorts on that were on YouTube in like the early two thousand tens. Um. And it's about this little like, bo- it's like a little how can I say like anthropomorphized um shell name Marcel and it's got like little shells and it's like stop motion animation and the shell is voiced by Jenny Slate and okay. it's about uh, how he you know the, he lives in this house with his grandma but they're it's like um it's like a little fantastical a little bit like they've come to life but they're like little like sort of like I gotta say like arts and craftsy creatures that have come to life and they you know they're trying to find their family and it was lovely and it was it was a great family movie and Sydney loved it I loved it I gave it a four and a half out of five it was really fantastic it's it's a kind of movie that's like I don't know if it's 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 a family movie in that you know it talks about things and it's very funny but it's not like minions right or it's not right like it's not the type like, of movie that's going to keep your kids attention in a movie theater <laughs> exactly yes exactly but it is a movie that I think if they were maybe a little bit older like nine or ten they would right. get a lot out of it in terms of 
you know, community and, and family and stuff. And I, and I loved it. And um, I think last weekend when we watched it, it was only in about 150 theaters. So mm-hmm. only one theater had it in Raleigh. Um, but then I checked my other, like my big multiplexes like AMC and Regal, and they're both playing it starting this weekend. So I think if you get a chance and you want a nice little change of palette from fucking Marvel superheroes or even Top Gun and Top Men or whatever, um, this one's great. Okay. Sounds yeah. good. I'll definitely uh, give it a try. I like, uh, you said it was Jenny Slate. Jenny Slate. She kills yeah. it. So she does like this like little high-pitched boy voice. And Sydney was like, I, I know, at first I thought it was going to be annoying. And I was like, I know, I, I think so too. But I think her, it's like a high-pitched, like a little boy voice. But it's, her delivery is so fucking good that I think it makes up for any sort of uh, simplicity in the it's just a high pitch boy voice just the way right. that she delivers the lines but she's fantastic like really really great good deal yeah. um maybe something to check out eventually yes sure. yeah yeah definitely i think it'll be on i think if i if i remember if i read correctly today they said that a24 like the distribu- the production company is yeah. they made a deal with hbo max to release a bunch of their movies on it so um that means it, this is an a24 film so it should be on hbo max you know a couple months Good deal. Yep. That's Mar- Marcel the Shell with shoes on? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Just so you know, every time I fucking read that up until literally the moment you said it just now, I thought it, like, my brain auto-filled. It was like, Marte- Marcel with the shell toe shoes on. No, <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's not it. Um, but, yeah, so definitely check that out uh, if you got time. Uh, what mm-hmm. would you give it out of five? Uh, uh, four and a half. Yeah, it was fantastic. Really, really great. Yep. Good deal. Um, and so the last thing we'll probably touch on for this episode is is a rather somber uh, yeah. somber notes and yeah. story here. Um, but, before we move on to that, can I bring up a tweet that I saw today that yeah, I mean stitches? So um, a little bit of background. So uh, training camps are starting soon in the NFL. Um, okay. But before then, they have voluntary workouts where the players, if they want, they can come in, work out with the team, Nothing contact, just like regular workouts. Right. Um, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers running back, Leonard Fournette, he showed up to training camp. And he was a little bit overweight. I think they said he was about 260 when he usually hovers around 215 or 220. Okay. And, and so today he tweeted out about people, you know, sort of critiquing him about his size and, and, and you know, his, 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 you know, his training camp status. And so he tweeted out. He said, they wouldn't have the same energy in your face, so why entertain them? Dot, 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 dot. See y'all September 11. <laughs> and so people were like, September I, I found it. I found it. <laughs> and the top reply is just a picture of fucking Osama bin Laden. <laughs> the other replies uh, were like, September Leonard, Hold on. Leonard Fournette killed New Metal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man! Uh, he's like, see you when? <laughs> and so just oh like, my. they're like, why would he say that? He could have just said week <laughs> one. One of the one of the comments. <laughs> the another reply is is the guy leaning into George Bush's ear. <laughs> it's just that picture. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's like, like Sir, yeah. Ugh, man. Oh, and somebody put the fit, you know, the, the, the SpongeBob. You what? <laughs> September what? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Jeez. But yeah, I, I was just. That's awful, bro. I know. Because I, I saw that. Or no, somebody either retweeted it and I was like, 
now why would he say it like that and so i clicked on the thing and i was like is everybody else having the same reaction that i am and like i went through the quote tweets and stuff and i was like okay all right so i'm not the mm. only one because i was about to be like you know like Ugh. like what is going on like why would he say it like that because they're right like why wouldn't he just say see y'all week one or see y'all at season starts like why would he literally say see y'all september 11th? here's the deal even if your brain wanted to say like see y'all september 11th the moment you typed out september 11th there should have been a part oh, of you that was like wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute what's the other september wait that sounds familiar <laughs> this like, date seems like it's got something going on i should yeah it's like i should um i should know this what is this is it my birthday is it what is it about this right, day? Exactly. Is this my anniversary? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hold on. I, got, I, I had to send you this tweet real quick. Uh, this photo was the fucking reply. <laughs> it took me down. It's the fucking... Uh, just tell me when it pulls up. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, the, the Mark Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> the Mark Phillips is fucking LeBron looking at the fucking At news. the fucking phone like, huh? And it's so funny. It's like, and then they're like, try to get through TSA now, dude. It's like, then. Not... <laughs> uh, he's going to take the bus to his first <laughs> season game. Oh, man. Oh, but, um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch that one because I was, Cindy and I went to the grocery store before we started recording. And I was like, you know, waiting for her to get something from, like, she had forgotten another department. And so I'm just waiting there, like, with the card. And then I see that and I'm just like, dying laughing in the fucking grocery store she's like why what's so funny I'm like oh it's just a dumb twitter joke don't worry about it <laughs> um but uh but yeah just want to touch that on that real quick before we uh moved on to the somber news sadder times uh which is to to uh you know talk uh, talk about the fact that the bodega boys have break, broken up uh jesus and meryl mm-hmm. uh, have canceled the show and the podcast and are moving in different directions um so that is a podcast that I got into. I can't remember when I got into it. Yeah, yeah. First, it the Fat was... Boys break up. <laughs> Everybody wake up. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's just that sucks because the weird thing is, is uh, I mean, like this is sounds weird to get like any sort of uh, like sentimental about this in any like grand scheme of things, but like I can't. Like I said, I can't remember when I started listening to it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I remember, like, the first time I listened to it, I remember being like, oh, shit. Like, I got to go back and binge a bunch of these. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, mm-hmm. I feel like I stopped watching around, like, early, or at least listening to the pod. I, I quit listening to the pod, like, kind of early. And I don't remember why. I just the, Also, the podcast was, like, infinitely long like yeah some of them got like, like two, two hours, hours. Yeah. <laughs> so it was it was basically when i got my other job and like it wasn't i didn't i didn't have as much time to just sit and have it on in the background as much mm-hmm. um but you know it was just something like i remember like kaylin wasn't into it it's not like her thing she didn't find a lot of it funny but like she i told her about it and she was like oh that sucks and i was like i know she i was telling like i used to just be like crying laughing listening mm-hmm. to this like mm-hmm. i kid it's that's gone now and the other thing too that sucked is there was no like it wasn't like a formulaic thing at all right like it was literally just two guys shooting the shit and they had good chemistry with each other and yeah, like so tripping, whenever yeah. whenever something like that is the thing that falls apart 
it just kind of sucks. Especially when you have, like, a ton of good experiences with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like when you hear about old, like, childhood shows or something getting canceled. You know what I mean? Like, right, right, yeah. What even, so, like, I mean, it... it, it it sort of it triggered triggered the same sensation to me. This is very I know this maybe it's because I've been watching them recently, but maybe it like feels different or like it, it it's this sort of like dang that sucks because it's like there's part of you like well I don't know well well sort of growing up, but um, when wrestlers die or when you see like old clips of wrestlers who are dead, you'd be like right that's kind of I mean you know it makes you sad because you don't you don't know them right but you it's different I don't know for some reason than like watching. Yeah, I, I don't know why the example that just popped in my head, but like uh, when John Stewart left The Daily Show, yeah, yeah, it's that like, same kind of feeling because you're like, uh, like it's just not. You're so synonymous with this feeling and this like this spot. So like, and, and especially I think that's a good one because it literally is just like he was like, I think I'm done. Yeah. It wasn't like he died. The show didn't get canceled. It was just like uh, this isn't working anymore, and I'm just kind of done. Yeah. Um. And so that's like almost. Yeah. Because it's not worse. They're not dead, right? Because they're not dead. That's the difference, right? Because they're still around. Right. It's not. It's not worse because, like you said, they're not dead. But like, it makes it feel like more like why did it have to be this way? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, because all the people are still here, all the things are still in play. Um. But yeah, man. So, I you know I think they definitely secured the bag at Showtime, right? Mm -hmm. I do feel like I had much more fun with it when they were on Vice Lane. And I understand, like, there were a million reasons for them to leave. Yeah. Um, in terms of, like, uh, you know, the I work schedule, the, the work pay. schedule. I feel like they were overworked and, like, yeah, they weren't getting compensated enough. And from what I sort of... I mean, they never say anything because, you know, it's not really good policy to shit talk your previous employer, especially in, like, show business. But, you know, you sort of get hints where they were like, well, you know, now we're now working less hours and stuff and... We don't yeah. have to do a show every single night like they were back then. Right, and um, we have writers that help us as opposed to us having to figure it all out ourselves. Just riff every night, yeah, for a half hour. Um, but I do think, I think, the weird thing is that I think the riffing is kind of part of what made it special. So when you lose some of that, it feels a little, like, I remember thinking, like, it, there was definitely a little stride in the showtime where I felt like it was really going well. And then, like, interviews were always great. But, I, like, I remember when it first started, and like a couple times throughout, where I was like, it's starting to feel like uh, like we're just kind of here. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it, it, like it seems like you don't necessarily think all these things are funny. You just happen to talk about them. Kinda right, feel. right, yeah. I mean, yeah, and, and that's the difference. Like when they did the podcast, or I mean, they they did. Th- so, sort of backtrack a little bit. I I remember. Okay, I don't remember exactly when I started listening to them, but I I I remember like around the same time. And so it was right at the, it was, it, oh, dude, I remember exactly where I was. I remember exactly where I was now. I was in my, my apartment. It was like Christmas time or like December of 2014. So right before the, the, my last semester in school, because I would follow them on Twitter. And then somebody, either one of them tweeted like, here's the link to the penultimate episode of their first podcast, which was on Complex. Mm-hmm. And they'd been doing episodes pretty much all of 2014, and they were finishing up that year. So basically, they did all of 2014, and that was it. And so then I was like, you know, let me check it out. And I went backwards. So I went from the last episode, and then penultimate, and then backwards like that until I got to episode one. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, wow, like I would listen to them and be like, wow, like this is crazy, like this is so funny, and like half of the stuff I was like, I don't know what they're saying because I don't know like New York and stuff. But 
And they would just shit on everybody. They would shit on like Lena Dunham and Jennifer Lopez Bro, and Carl shit. Malone. You oh, sent me that song? one, and it it just absolutely fucking just, took me down. It eviscerated. was so just so funny, dude. Just so horrible. And like the kind of stuff that you'd be like, all right, I can see why they wouldn't want us that to come up anymore. Uh, right. Um, they also it, it it my favorite part of it is that it's that was before they got big because they even yeah. say in that moment they're like, they're like if we ever home. blow up, we're gonna have to hide. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, how Jennifer Lopez isn't really her name. It's like Iglesia Bandulas or something. <laughs> um, and so, but then they, you know, so they finished. And that was like 2015. And like, I sort of caught up over the next few months. And then they kind of were just on Twitter. And then like in September of that fall, that's when they started the podcast Bodega Boys. And so I was like, oh, cool. They're back. And I would tell people about them. I'd be like, you guys should watch them. And so basically from 2015 up until this past year, they were doing the podcast and then they went to Viceland. So, you know, like you kind of follow them as they've gotten bigger and they wrote the book and they were you know, doing shows on you know, Jimmy Fallon and shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but then recently, you know, they, 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 they're on the show and stuff and Jesus is like traveling more and Miro's at home. And I remember I was like, well, they seem like they're like sort of going separate ways and stuff like they're not really tweeting about the show they're not really hanging out like how you sort of get a feeling that they're like not hanging out because of what fucking Jesus is hanging out in paris and shit um and so then um i saw on monday they were like oh they're they're not doing the podcast anymore and i remember telling sydney i was like look there's there's trouble in paradise but i didn't think that they, they would cancel the showtime show i knew the right, podcast that's was the thing cause... too is the podcast ha- like it's just even when when viceland came out I remember the podcast slowed down tremendously. Like, it used to be, like, clockwork. And then it, like, you wouldn't get a podcast episode for, like, a month. Mm-hmm. And you get one. But it was still, like, very clearly, like, in my head, it was always seemed like, well, yeah, obviously, if you're having to do a bunch of shows and you're working on a show, you're not going to spend as much free time doing this podcast for free. You know what I mean? Like, that, it didn't seem weird, right? And so, like... Mm-hmm. As the podcast quit coming out as frequently, even with Showtime, I was like, no, nah, I get it. Like, you got a bunch of other shit going on. You're not going to just sit here and riff for free um, mm-hmm. when you, you don't know, have a show to do. But, yeah, and so, um, yeah, like you said, they quit doing the pod. Mm-hmm. And so even that, at that instant, is not like, well, I guess it's over. You know what I mean? It's like, that sucks for sure. But, like, there could be a million reasons why they're having to do that. Right, right. Yeah, one of them has five kids, and the other one's like, you know, busier schedules. I'm sure they're probably trying to get other stuff off the ground. They're writing a book, you know, they're fucking uh, like Showtime shows. They were like in Derek Jeter's documentary and stuff. And so, like, I was like, oh, and even on Monday, I was like, they're not going to cancel the show because, you know, it's not just them, right? Because the podcast is just them, right? Like, if you stop doing it, right. like, it's like, okay, well, we just don't, you know, we just free up time on our schedule every week. But, you know, the show has like producers and makeup and set designers and, it's like a show, right? And you and I figured right. I was like, you can't just be like, I don't want to do the show anymore because Showtime can be like, oh, you're contracted for these many episodes, you're going to do those episodes. And now I'm not sure, maybe they didn't finish their season or maybe they did, but yeah. And then the the official like Showtime show Twitter account was like, you know, they decided to go the separate ways, and we wish them best of luck. And that's when I told Sydney, I was like, holy shit, like it's over, over, like it just happened so fast, like it just it feels weird. Um, and she was like, maybe they want they're going to do their own thing, but I was like. But that's the thing is that, I don't know. I mean, I think they're, I told her, I was like, I think they're, they're both funnier together. And I don't know if either one of them is a Beyonce. Like, I don't right. know if either one of them is like, wow, I can't believe this guy's carrying this other guy around. Right. Because you know, then you could tell, right. Or like, um, what's another group that had a really famous one? Like, 
Like, ooh, the queen, Instinct. right? I'm sorry? Instinct. With Instinct, Justin right? Like, Justin Timberlake, right? Like, there's one guy who you go, that's, that's, dude, that dude can be the guy. Freddie Merck, mm-hmm. well, you know, passed away, but he's like, you know, that's the lead singer. He's the guy, right? right. Um, but I don't know, it, it, them as a pair, I'm like, I don't know which one I would say was, it, like, I just think that they work better. Like, I don't know. They've always worked better together. Like, I've never been like, wow, Jesus needs to leave Meryl because he, he's so funny and he just gets, keeps getting interrupted. I think they're, they're a nice balance of, of comedy styles and, and like a nice yin and yang. So I'm like, I, I mean, like, yeah, I guess for example, we'll see, when I, but... when I first started the podcast, I was like fully on the side that like, I thought Jesus was the funnier of the two. And then, like, as time has gone on, I've been, like, lately, you know what I mean? Like, like Mero's, like, kind of my favorite now. And so I, like, don't know. You know what I mean? And that's right. It's kind of the point. It's not a clear, definitive, like, that each one of them can go on and have a good solo career. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even something like like wrestling, right? Like, that's another thing. Like, you you see these guys who are, like, wrestlers, and then they split up, and then they one of them explodes. Like, I think Shawn Michael was part of a duo. Right, right, and then he goes Edge and Christian, right? Like Edge yes, blew yeah, up. Edge, he was like, mm. yeah, Edge eventually became like one of the all-time greats. And Christian's great, you know, he's good too. But it's like, you know, Edge was like Spears right. and world champ and stuff, and yeah. So <clears throat> there's Eddie, but... and then there's Chavo, and you know, that's <laughs> both. But come on, Eddie was Eddie, right? Exactly. And I don't know if either of them are Eddies, right? Right, exactly. Uh, I don't. Exactly. I don't think either of but, them are Chavos, but, <laughs> but it's like, exactly. So that's that's why I was telling Cindy on the on the car ride home yesterday. I'm like, and you know, they're they're not Beyonces, but they're not Kelly Rollins either. Or maybe they are, but we don't. Right? <laughs> like, but who you know? Who knows? And and you know, it's, it's definitely sad. Um, like a lot of great car rides, listening to them doing bits. Yeah, um, I, I do remember just like driving home crying, like laughing so hard I could barely breathe. Um, mm-hmm. and that's gone. You know what I mean? That just sucks. Um, yeah. and you know, what's funny is even if it wasn't doing that for me anymore to like definitively be like, all right, well, this thing's done and it'll never be back that way. Even if they had been like, Hey, we're the, sorry, the show, you know, Showtime didn't pick up a fifth season. We're still together. We'll figure out something. Maybe we'll do a podcast in a year or something. Right. We're going to take some time right. recuperate. At least, you know, Oh, they're still like, amicable right they're still gonna right work but with they they're like out here like subtweeting each other mm-hmm. <laughs> like that dude is is three in the morning he's like doing whatever right and um yeah 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 it's just tough uh sucks yeah um, i mean i definitely i mean i know i don't know if it's like an invasion of privacy or like it's like weird but i would definitely love to read some sort of like expose or like a rolling stone article as to like what went wrong and who oh who... someone was like whenever they have the fucking 30 for 30 documentary on this i'm gonna need to i'm gonna need to figure out what the fuck went on yeah when they have the 30 for 30 on uh jesus and Mero yeah on espn um yeah man i really wish like if nothing else, just to, like, know. You know what I mean? Like, like if it literally, like, if Miro just came out and was like, this motherfucker is out here, like, being too Hollywood, never, like, picks up my calls, blah, blah, blah. And then if Jesus was like, Miro's always fucking smacked out of his mind. <laughs> like, yeah. like, if that's why he's candid, I'd be like, mm-hmm. all right, cool. At least, uh, you know what I mean? I can see where you're both coming from. Yeah. But, and I was telling, yeah, I was in the city, too. I was like... So if I'm Mero and I see Jesus traveling the world and he's like not making, if he's doing all that shit, cool. But if he's doing that and he's like, hey, sorry, I'm not going to be able to make the show. Can we push it back a week? I'm like, all right, you are now fucking with my money. So therefore, that is not cool, right? Right. But sure. maybe it was the other way, right? Because I think somebody 
post it on Reddit or post it on Instagram and they tweeted at Jesus. They were like, you know, no show this week. I think they meant like a showtime show, like an actual show show. And he was like, hey, man, I'm not the reason we don't have a show this week, but, you know, be good or whatever. So it's like, yeah, I'm like, so I don't know. Like I said, you know, I guess we'll we'll find out when we get the expose on in Rolling Stone or like a 30 for 30 or you know, variety or whatever. Um, right. Yeah. So uh, just uh, like I said, sucks. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. inevitably, uh, you know. This podcast is gonna have the same fate. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get you Hollywood. Yeah, you're gonna have more kids. Fucking subtweeting, <laughs> fuck I ever. You whack uh, bitch. Uh, uh, over in Raleigh, I'm still here in the in the streets of Ashboro. Uh, we're um, so far apart. We're only an hour fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man. You were you were fuck. What were you, you were saying something, and I was like, oh. Again, telling Sydney when we were having the conversation about it yesterday, I was like, I feel bad because, you know, it's one thing if the podcast ends because it's like, like I said, it's just two people. But then now you had all these people, like, you know, that lost oh. their jobs. Like, maybe, you know, they got to find and a it, new job. I don't think it was, I don't think the season was finished. I think they ended it mid season because, like, I, I saw somebody tweeting about it and they were like, man, it sucks because he, his thing was like, he was talking about how in, he's like, everybody tells you in showbiz, like, you, it's like super cutthroat. You can't trust a lot of people. And he's like, and I literally, like my first job in show business was working for these two people. And like, they always had everyone's back. Like, like it seems like even regardless of, you know, Meryl versus Jesus, it seems like basically everybody that worked there understood that like, you know, these, like they were looking out for him. You know what I mean? Like they weren't going to just get shit on and tossed aside. And he was like, it sucks to all of a sudden with no preparation, no notice to just be like, oh, now I'm in this thing that all these people said were cutthroat. And like, you know, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Right. Um, while previously, like, you know, a week ago being like, oh, I have a stable job. Everything's great. Yeah, I got health insurance. Uh, yeah. There's, <laughs> I feel like there's like a monkey pox thing popping up where I'm going to need to have, you know, good health care and then continuing COVID and then the earth is being cooked alive. But I'm, at least I have my job with, right. you know, that has been renewed for a fifth season. Oh, I can't wait. And then it's like, oh, by the way, it's all over. Right. Yeah, it's just tough. It's tough all around for everybody involved. Um, but, you know, the, the, the brand was brolic until it wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's um, thirty for thirty. That's, that's, that's the Tom it. Brady. Yeah. What if I told you the brand is brolic until it isn't? Yeah. can present three for thirty. <laughs> Chopped cheese. <Nailed> it. <laughs> Chopped cheese. <laughs> for whom the for whom the cheese chops? <laughs> uh, uh, Damn. What if I told you the human Dr. Bono's label? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, long live, bro. I'm gonna go after this episode. I'm gonna go find an old episode of the pod just so I can hear the fucking AKAs one more time. All all of them, yeah, Uh, yeah. It's been so long, but I do. I definitely. I think you should go back and listen to the complex ones because those, if you especially like the early ones, you just go like, "What the fuck are they talking about?" Like, just like (laughs) they're so like crazily like, um just like disrespectful and just cooking every single celebrity they can think of. Like they talk about the show girls, you know, and they're like, you know, it's in New York, but they don't have any black people. And then you can hear a voice like in the distance go, yeah, they have somebody and like who like Charles Gambino. And then Jesus goes, like I said, there's no black people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, uh, but yeah, just like off the cuff and and just like, just riffing, like eviscerating anybody talking about how there's like a music video with dj khaled having sex with some girl 
and she's got like really big feet, and they're like, he's fucking Tim Duncan. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I, I found uh, found it, and I was like, maybe I should go. Just have it on in the background, and just go through it, and for old times. Man, sake. and and nothing, nothing, nothing beat the DJ Academic slander. That oh yes, or or somebody posted this on Reddit, or maybe it was Twitter, where they remember the episode of the Bodega Boys where they the Eminem album dropped, and they ripped it apart for like forty five minutes, and then they had to delete it. Did you do you remember, so, do you remember that? All right, so here's the thing, I. I, I don't know why. Maybe I just, like, forgot. I, like, 99% sure I listened to that episode and did not know it was deleted, like, after the fact. Like, mm-hmm. I remember them shitting on it. And the thing was, I was like, what? Did I did I watch that? And then someone said Almond Fest. And I was like, I definitely watched that. Because <laughs> I remember <laughs> that part of it. And they were like, yeah. like, I saw them talking about how I had to get deleted. And I didn't even know that, like, that part of it had happened. Uh, yeah, I do remember yeah. him them just going in because that was when they would drop them like every single like Friday, I think. Right? Yeah, they had yeah they had them on. I can't remember what day it was, but yeah, they were like on repeat, on schedule, coming out consistently. Because yeah. it was a Friday, and I remember listening to it. I think either on the way to work or on the way from home from work. And then like by that Saturday, I was like, oh, I meant to, I think I'm going to show a friend, or I think I'm going to send it to somebody. And I was like, wait, where did it go? And I was like. Oh, Holy shit! Because I remember them, they roasted him so bad. So I was like, "Oh, it must have been because they got the somebody must have been like, dude, we can't do that." Yeah. Oh man, skippity bee in the three one three. So, but uh, R.I.P. Yeah, rest in peace to the Bodega Boys podcast. I'm about to go back and listen to some some old ones. Um, but that's the episode for this week. If you want to catch me, you can catch me at T Money Bags on Instagram and Twitter. And I'm at Evercaster92 on Instagram. If you want to catch the podcast, you can catch us at Death Animals Pod on Instagram and Twitter, or you can email us different animals podcast at gmail.com. As usual, stay safe, stay entertained, and we'll catch you guys next week. Later. Peace.